Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. better for you. Not everyone can afford organic stores, Herman. Maybe you should check your privilege. I just meant that eating too much processed food is a big factor in weight gain and I... What? Big people shouldn't be proud of who they are? Uh, Of course not. I mean, ask your doctor and he will tell you. He? Why would you assume the doctor is he? Is it because you assume a woman can't be a doctor? This? I have studied the martial ways of the social justice warrior. Fight me in an argument if you dare. Perish under the sword of my self-righteousness. Hmm. New kids Perish cartoon? under the sword of my self-righteousness. Be a good new kids cartoon. Watch that on a Saturday morning. Very entertaining. Well, that's a boomer thing to say right there. Watch cartoons on a Saturday morning. <laughs> okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. My kids are watching cartoons right now. <laughs> Any time of day. And what I a could... great time to be alive. <laughs> Exactly. Everything, all the time. Yep. Which is, throughout history, has always been good for human beings. Oh, yeah. When you can have any pleasure you want, anytime you want it, at your fingertips, it makes people happy. Sure. Studies have shown that through the centuries. A nation of Caligulas. (laughs) What could go wrong? Well, look around you. Um, You know when it all started? When you could buy Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and watch it anytime you wanted. Right. Which I thought was great when it first happened. Then I realized, oh. This is no longer magic. It's no longer special. There's nothing to look forward to. The modern American experience. Nothing to look forward to. Mm. Mm. That hurt. You you give a a dog all of of the food he wants. You know what happens? You got a big fat dog can't get up off the floor. 
It's a metaphor. Is it? It is. Um, National Security Advisor for Donald Trump tested positive for the vid. So, I don't know how recently he was near the president. That you know, Like most, he'll probably be fine. Keep, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I heard on the news one day, somebody said, people need to realize getting COVID's not a death sentence. Who thinks it is? I'm not, I don't even assume it's a, I'm going to feel bad at all sentence. Right. Uh, let alone I'm going to die. Um, uh, keep talking about game changers, you know, uh, leading up to the last 98 days of the election, some big, you know, changes the trajectory event. Either one of them getting COVID could be a pretty big deal. Mm. Since they're old. Right. They're actually in that age group where it's dangerous. Yeah. It would be really interesting, though, if uh, Trump got the vid and a week later he's perfect. He's fine. Which is certainly not only possible, it's likely in spite of his age. Well, here's a question I know. I think we've talked about this before. Would they tell us? Do you think they should tell us? Well, I was, I'm not sure you should. No, probably not for national security yeah, reasons. Right, exactly. I, I, I will tell you this, though. If they were to come out after the fact and say the president uh, got COVID 19, uh, he has recovered and he is fine. Can't be any worse than anything he got from Stormy Daniels. That, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, is that poor gal? How did she deserve that? <laughs> um, the, the, uh, um, uh, the media would have to. Reckon with the fact that uh, that a man of seventy plus got the vid and is fine and is back to work. Um, Didn't Nancy Pelosi call him morbidly obese? Also, so she he's got did. A, so he's got a comorbidity. Yeah, but they would have to cease at least temporarily in their fear mongering because the worse it seems, the less likely it is that Trump gets reelected. They would have to acknowledge, no, it, it doesn't kill everybody, and that this guy's back, he got it, and is back to work. Therefore, probably we ought to be opening up the economy, taking sensible precautions, and moving ahead. What if Biden gets it near 80? I don't know. I hope the doctors can take care of him. He's pretty shut down already, so it's not like it would have much effect on his campaign. No. No. I, you know, I'd, I'd be concerned just on a human level that a fellow that old gets it, although... Well, yeah, he's right around the median age. The median age of COVID deaths is 78, which is amazing. Um, Google extended work-from-home status for 200,000 employees until July of next year. 200,000 employees are going to work from home until the middle of 2021. Wow. At that point, you're just not coming back. They they can't keep, are they still just going to pay rent on the office space for 200,000 people and keep the lights on and air conditioned and the desks all sitting there and everything? Yes, I just read Google, and this is the first time I think this has ever happened. A single company is laying transatlantic fiber optic cables. They have so much money. It was always a consortium of companies in the past because it's a mind-bogglingly expensive thing to do. No, Google is just going to go ahead and do it on their own. Um, but the fact that they gave up on the last five months of this year and the first six months of next year, why wouldn't you just do it quarterly or whatever? I think they're just transitioning away from people being at work, and this is a good excuse. Or do you need an excuse? Wouldn't you just do it? How's Apple doing with their giant spaceship slash Fruit Loop in Cupertino? Are they... Uh, I'm sure they have reduced staffing levels. It'd be something if that thing were empty. 
Oh, wow. And the whole going into the office thing ended in tech, and Apple tried to sell the spaceship. Buy it for a home. Yeah. Uh, Twitter said they don't have a definitive opening date and will return to, will return only 20% capacity when they do. Wow. They're only going to bring back 20% of the workforce anyway. What's this going to do to the housing market in uh, that's the, Silicon Valley? That's what the article in the Wall Street Journal is about. Oh. Um, yeah, it's, well, it's going to turn it upside down. Yeah. So I won't have to pay $1.7 million for a 1,200-foot tumble down? Well, a lot of it's, you know... Fixer-upper? A lot of it's rent for apartments, and, you know, rent in the Bay Area is just insane and has been for all those employees. Well, if they're if they're go somewhere else, or they can go further away, you don't need to be in a $2,000 a month apartment. Mm-hmm. You could move, well, wherever you wanted, practically. Right. Um, soon rents would just... So you might have a situation where rents in like a... Five-year period were as high as 3000 and as low as $800. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see. There's, I mean, uh, there are reasons that Silicon Valley is kind of clustered. You know, it's just the presence of all those people who are, are hip and knowledgeable and skillful in the industry. It's good for an industry to have that. But other than that, though, there's no reason you can't have an engineer in Omaha and another one in 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 Minneapolis. Yeah, but yeah, well, yeah, that's definitely true. But you don't need to move that far away. You just, you know, you give up your uh, downtown apartment and move twenty miles. Boom times coming to Fresno. Yeah, Bakersfield population five million. Fremont Gold Rush. By um, now. The governor of Texas has announced that they're going to extend their early voting. They already had early voting there. They're going to extend it by another six days, which means the election starts October 13th and wraps up November 3rd. Wow, that's just a different uh, paradigm. Right. Sorry, it sounded like you said the election doesn't start until months from now. Then how am I already exhausted by it? (laughs) Yeah. But so all this talk of the election is 98 days away. Well, you need to subtract... Yeah, wait like a minute. 21 days from that. Yeah. Well, what do you mean, the election? The election's like 60 days away, depending on where you live. Right. It's like some sort of, uh, I don't know, festival in, uh, in uh, New Orleans. It lasts for weeks. Don't they have to make sure they get the debates, assuming there's more than one, in before people start voting? Yeah. When's the first one scheduled? I, 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 I don't know. know. They, they moved it from Notre Dame to Cleveland. That's the only thing I know. I don't think they've announced uh when yet come on golden domers what's the matter with you you can't host a debate what is it at case western university that makes them able to host it when you couldn't i think whenever biden feels like he's got enough ginseng biloba in him or whatever he'll uh (laughs) he'll uh a couple different things there yeah i don't i don't i'm not going to send you to the uh, alternative medicine aisle at my local store (laughs) he'll agree to a debate maybe he just wasn't willing to go as far as indiana he thought uh, cleveland that's far enough i get too far from a basement i get scared uh, and Trump is dispatching an additional 100 federal agents to quell the protest riots in Portland. Oh, that should go well. According to an internal email reviewed by the Washington Post, which means it might be completely made up. 100% not true right. is absolutely on the table. If you're following, well, they're, they're talking about it in the bar hearing today. Stuff that was reported in the New York Times about the FBI investigation that turned out to be 0% true. Mm-hmm. 0%. Not kind of true, not fudged, not shaded, not spun, completely made up. According to none other than Peter Strzok. Front page who stories. Wrote, where do they get this garbage? And as we mentioned yesterday, Jonathan Turley thinks it could should be the story of the decade, yet it gets zero attention. 
Just does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't fit the narrative. And one other comment I have. When did Shaq take over uh, 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 Papa John's Pizza? We got a Papa John's Pizza Is yesterday. There a spokes guy? There was his big smiling face on the box. Yeah, he's a, a part owner now. He he jumped. He in. does own it, kind of. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He jumped in as uh, one of the new owners uh, when the old guy got uh, got kind of the old heave ho. The guy driving around in this Camaro who. Well, he got some... canceled essentially yeah. for doing something. They're uh, saying I, something. He nasty. he dropped an N bomb during like an earnings call, and I don't really understand how the context <laughs> of that would come up. <laughs> I'd rather not even think about it, much less say it out loud. So, so yeah, so he yeah, that's <laughs> right. But yeah, he was the founder, John yes. Schnabel, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. is that his name? But now it's Papa Shacks. Yeah, and did he change the ingredients? They seem like they've changed to me. Uh, that I don't know. I haven't had no. a, a Papa John since the uh, the Shack attack. I did yesterday, and For it tasted better. Com- completely different. Well, I didn't like it as much. My son mm. wouldn't even eat it. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah. Papa, it used to be my favorite. I'll it to, was my favorite, too. Yeah. I doubt I'll ever get one again. Hey, somebody honestly. in the pizza business, uh, answer this question, would you? Judy and I got a, a pizza the other night from our local fabulous pizza place, and the amount of sausage on there was paltry. And this place Meat is not, shortage. N- n- not usually like this. Are they trying to keep costs down Could in be. these troubled COVID times? Just two sausages per piece. Two tiny you want some sausage? sausage? Because I- I'm a man of means. I'll pay for extra sausage if I have to, but all of a sudden you- you're tight-fisted with your sausage? I know you consider Papa John's a child's pizza. I do. But uh, that was my favorite pizza, and I probably will never get one again. That's how much it's changed. Wow. wow. Yeah, I doubt that I ever stop there again, because it's kind of out of my way, and... You should tweet that at Shaq. <laughs> Did you ever uh, say anything mean to the guy who makes the pizza or something? <laughs> you got one more topping than you paid for. Hey, no. Mm. Whoa, Whoa, what? what? <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So the Emmy nominations just came out, and a heck of a lot of people have watched a heck of a lot of TV over the last couple of months. Might be the most watched television period in our nation's history. The last three months. Hmm. Anyway, what did the Emmys say? Um, Hold on, let me just do one quick search. Tiger. In fact, I'd almost guarantee you that's true. I'll bet bet there was more television watched in the last... Several months than there ever has been. Control F, Tiger King, and yeah, it was nominated for Outstanding uh, Documentary, yes. Nonfiction Program. Tiger King is an Emmy-nominated program. How would it not be? I don't know. It was as compelling as any documentary I've ever seen in my life. Uh, but just Best kinda... Big Cat and Meth feature. <laughs> <laughs> Best use of stumps to make you wonder what happened. Uh, the tiger chewed it off. What do you think happened? Well, didn't in the one guy's case though, it was a parachuting accident. Yeah, he just oh. happened to be have uh, have fake limbs and work there, but it was not tiger Introducing related. Introducing people at the tiger zoo <laughs> who are missing limbs right. and then just letting it hang out there for a couple episodes, right, is really something. <laughs> they snacking. <laughs> so uh, Netflix, Netflix as a uh, network led the way with 160 nominations. HBO was uh, second place with 107. How did NBC do? 
<laughs> not good. That's funny. Uh, yeah, so uh, and the, the highest uh, individual show uh, number nominations-wise was Watchmen of HBO got 26 nominations. Dang That's man. because it's politically woke. I don't even know what it is. It's, it's also great, but... It, it certainly has narrative. It's tough in it. to take. Oh boy, drama series. Can you give series. me a brief? Since it's the most nominated show, can you give me a brief idea what it's about? Sean, you have ten seconds. Wow, that's not long. A uh, guy does something. Yeah, it's elevator. It, pitch. it takes a look at policing in America through the lens of comic oh, okay. book IP from the eighties. Okay, and it's gotcha. all about white supremacists. Okay, well, yeah, on the march. So that across is going America. to win. Right, it's already won. Drama series. Better call Saul. The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, which is very important in the era of Trump, Killing Eve, The Mandalorian, there you go. Yeah, hey, it's something I've actually seen. Ozark, which I love, Stranger Things, and Succession. i got to scroll down here to the comedies. My wife's watching Ozark, really likes it. I don't care about the actors. Uh, Comedy series, best comedy, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Dead to Me, which a buddy just recommended. Oh, have, that's you, a have you watched that, Sean? No, I haven't, but I'm, it's it's crossing the threshold where I'm hearing about it from enough places where yeah, I'm okay. going to check it out. Where's that? Netflix? I know Christina Applegate's in it. Uh, okay. No, I have no idea. I believe that's a Hulu. Okay. Uh, what? The Good Place. Insecure. The Kaminsky Method. No, it's a Netflix. I'm sorry. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which Judy and I have enjoyed a couple seasons of, and uh, in a show I probably can't name. Rhymes with Spitz Creek. Hmm. Well, it's spelled S-C-H, right? Uh, yeah, so you can say it. Can I just claim that when I drop an F-bomb, it's spelled uh, F-U-H-K? <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, don't, I don't think that matters for our purposes here, Jack. Uh, let's see, scrolling down. <laughs> uh, best limited series, as opposed to an unlimited series. Million episodes. <laughs> uh, I've never heard of most of these nah. things. Uh, best. Uh, I was. Uh, yeah, the limited series is where the Watchmen's going to run away with all this stuff, anyway. Yeah, that's your. It's only designed to have a certain number of episodes. Yeah, a single, a single run season, not necessarily recurring characters. Just long enough to get Trump out of office, then we can move on to a different show. Right. Little fires everywhere. I've never heard of it. Mrs. America, unbelievable, unorthodox, and S- Watchmen. I heard you guys. Uh, Sonic came up out there in the uh, in the. Oh, the was, newsroom. Why, how did that come? Because up? I was asking them about their their hot takes for Emmy snubs, oh. and one guy was saying, "I'm I'm a cinephile. I only watch movies like Sonic," and was kind of <laughs> right playing on that. Because that's yeah. one I've seen. Jim Carrey could have gotten nominated for that. He was good in that. El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, was nominated. Uh, so Vince Gilligan with a couple of different uh, nominations there. Beautiful. I hate awards for art, but uh, I do like some of these shows. Well, it's the only way I, you know, if you if you don't know what you're doing, it's a way to get tipped off to what's probably pretty good. Yeah, it's a short list of good stuff. Yeah. I think that's that's the value in it. The idea that you pick a single best one, the rest go home pissed off. Remember uh, when it was... I still don't understand award shows. Why well, hear that, Kanye? Remember when it was novel that someone other than NBC, CBS, or ABC got nominated? And sure. now it's... Why are you guys even here? Why do you even make shows? CBS ought to be serving the drinks. You ought to have a, a tuxedo on, not to come up and accept an award, but to carry around a tray of hors d'oeuvres. And then the Emmys will air on, like, ABC or CBS, right? Yes. It'll air on that to give awards to other networks. That's pretty hilarious. Celebrating their own demise. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's really weird. Well, that's the only way we're going to be part of it. It's like us Save getting out network. podcast awards or something. Eh, we'd probably win them. Huh? That's right. We'd do that. Armstrong and Getty. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're well. Not many radio shows have the guts to play you something horrible and unlistenable. Something so vile it'll make you wish you were dead. But Gerald Nadler is just that sort of man. They're holding a Judiciary Committee hearing today on Capitol Hill, grilling old Bill Barr. William Barr, the Attorney General, and as usual, Nadler is grandstanding. In this moment, real leadership would entail de-escalation, collaboration, and looking for ways to peaceably resolve our differences. Instead, you used pepper spray and truncheons on American citizens. You did it here in Washington. You did it at Lafayette Square. You expanded to Portland. And now you are projecting fear and violence nationwide in pursuit of obvious political objectives. Shame on you, Mr. Barr. Can I just say, Mr. Shame on you. Can I just My say, time has expired. Uh, uh, for what purpose does Mr. Jordan see recognition? Mr. Johnson. Excuse Could I just, could I just have a moment? Is My time has expired. All right. Now, briefly, this is Gerald Nadler, the guy who on camera said, Antifa is a myth. It doesn't exist. It's just a myth in Washington, D.C. Okay. Those of us on the West Coast, uh, Gerald, uh, got a surprise for you. But anyway, so uh, Nadler cut off bar, said, My time has expired. You don't, get to, uh, you don't get to answer. Well, old Mr. Johnson, who you just heard referred to, uh, decided to uh, do this. Johnson, seek recognition. Questions for the witness, and I will yield the floor to him to respond. Yeah. Mr. Chairman, you, you've conflated two different things. The, the, the effort, like legend, 
uh, is to deal with violent crime, crime that's committing on the streets of the city. Again, predatory violence like murder shootings, which are soaring in some cities right now. Uh, that does not involve encountering protesters, as you refer to it. Civil disturbance is a different set of issues. And uh, I, I just reject the idea that the department has flooded anywhere and, and attempted to suppress demonstrators. We make a clear distinction between demonstrators. The facts speak well, themselves. I'm, I'm, this is my time. I'm answering. And, and, you know, the fact of the matter is if you take Portland, Portland, the courthouse is under attack. The federal resources are inside the perimeter around the courthouse defending it from almost two months of daily attacks where people march to the court, try to gain entrance, and have set fires, thrown things, used explosives, uh, and uh, injured police, including just this past weekend, perhaps permanently blinding three federal officers with lasers. And then uh, Barr turns the table on Fat Nadler. Federal courts are under attack. Since when is it okay? to try to burn down a federal court. If someone went down the street to the Prettyman Court here, that beautiful courthouse we have right at the bottom of the hill, and started breaking windows and firing industrial-grade fireworks in to start a fire, throw kerosene balloons in and, and start fires in the court, is that okay? Is that okay now? No, the U.S. Marshals have a duty to stop that and defend the courthouse, and that's what we are doing in Portland. We are at the courthouse defending the courthouse. We're not out looking for trouble. This is so good and so useful and so important for Americans to hear, and they won't. It will not be on the news anywhere but Fox News, and uh, and and it'll little be little discussed or uh, or remembered, which is disappointing. I would love nothing better than Gerald Nadler and and William Barr sitting there in a couple of chairs going back and forth. No shouting the other guy down, point, counterpoint. But th- nobody wants that. I mean, I want it, but uh, maybe you want it, but uh, nobody in power wants that. Nobody wants anybody to actually be called on their lies or called to account or whatever. It's just, it's, I don't know. Democracy can't possibly work. It's the worst form of government except to all the others. Uh, speaking of letting crime go unchecked, uh, Cal Unicornia is in the midst of an experiment legalizing crime. We've talked about this a lot through the years. A couple of incredibly ill-advised um, propositions passed. The soft-headed voters of California essentially turned a bunch of felonies into misdemeanors, and now you just get a ticket, uh, including for, for giant the you know levels of theft. Um, and also uh, turned a bunch of criminals loose from the prisons uh, under the uh, you know the idea that they were nonviolent. In many cases, it was just that their last event, uh, offense was nonviolent, but they were indeed violent criminals. Well, L.A. car thefts hit record highs in the second quarter of 2020. Some are saying uh, the vid pandemic was part of it. But a report from the USE Annenberg School for Journalism's nonprofit analysis publication analyzed data from the LAPD cited a 57.7% rise in vehicle theft between April and June against the same period in 2019. Moving up. COVID-19 was theorized to have been only part of the problem. While the study notes lockdown measures meant vehicles are sitting around unintended for 
uh, longer periods of time. It also references the California Judicial Council's passing of new $0 bail policy as a contributing factor. Uh, Enacted in April, L.A. County District Attorney Jackie Lacey said the measure was taken so courts could set individual bail for those accused of looting. Meanwhile, most nonviolent crimes, including stealing your dang car, are supposed to be bail-free, allowing jail populations to be kept at a minimum. The city also stopped ticketing for parking violations, leaving ample opportunity for cars to enjoy prolonged curbside stays while everyone works from home. Um, and uh, LAPD Lieutenant uh, Siege, Hosea, uh, said people are seeing that they're not going to stay in jail, especially for car theft. So what's happening is we're seeing uh, a repeat offenders. <clears throat> 57.7% increase in crime, in uh, car crime. San Francisco uh, led the way in that as property crime has just skyrocketed in recent years as their uh, utopian Marxist uh, district attorney has decided not to charge people for crimes because they only uh, commit crimes because they're poor because of paternalism and white supremacy or something else. It, I tell you what, if, if, if you know, with uh, all due respect and apologies to those of you who live in these fine burgs, if they could just wall off San Francisco and L.A. and conduct the experiment, you know, put cameras on it like it's rats in a maze and figure out what happens, it'd be a great cautionary tale for the rest of the country before they fall for these idiotic schemes. Almost 60% rise in uh, vehicle theft in one year. How's your utopia coming along, L.A.? Interesting postscript to the skyrocketing car theft numbers from L.A. Uh, I was actually reading, I got that article from a car-oriented uh, news outlet, and they make the point in the final paragraph that many of the cars are found. They're recovered. They weren't stolen to be parted out and shipped to you know Poland or wherever, Russia. That's right. That's where they used to ship all the stolen cars out of Oakland, the uh, port. Um a lot of them are taken for joy joy rides. People just steal them to use them to ride around in them, and they're they're often recovered, damaged, but um, but more or less intact. And I think the the economic argument, the freakonomics argument, is this: the message has been sent in Cal Unicornia, particularly its its bluer regions, that there is no sanction for crime, that there's no real cost for committing a crime, so. It's caused a number of people to rethink the question of whether they're going to be a criminal anymore. The sanctions, the negative impact is gone. So more and more people, probably a lot of young people, have decided, I'm going to steal a car and drive it around for a week or two and then dump it. Since there's no sanction, yeah, I'm going to become a criminal. That makes perfect sense. It's just it's economics at work. Uh, speaking of which, these troubled times and bad behavior and the rest of it, uh, Tucker Carlson, as he so often is, was on fire last night. Um, let's just go ahead with uh, clip 40. The people who run this country are no longer shocked by political violence. They welcome it. They slyly encourage it. They are its beneficiaries. They tell us the only real crimes are thought crimes. 
It's okay to set fires or smash strangers in the face with two by fours, so long as you are chanting the correct slogans. If you're on the right team, everything is allowed. But if you dare to dissent from the orthodoxy, you will be swiftly punished. Go ahead and express the wrong opinion. Try it in a meeting. Try it on Facebook. They will find you. We were just playing a clip about an hour ago of CNN, a reporter. Well, oh, no, I'm sorry. It was MSNBC. A reporter uh, saying that the uh, it's a peaceful, mostly peaceful protest. Uh, everything seems to be fine here. And there is a building completely engulfed in fire behind him. Just ridiculous. And that's a pretty good setup for clip 41. Because no lie is too absurd for CNN to tell. The network described violence against police as, quote, a demonstration against police violence. Got that? It's a perfect inversion of the truth worthy of 1984. Ignorance is strength, freedom is slavery, war is peace. They repeat it because they expect you to believe it, and no doubt some do. And then the acting uh, director of Homeland Security, Chad Wolf, wanted to respond to the media descriptions of the protesters. We must make social consequences for these men and women. We must make it uncomfortable for them. We will not be good Germans. We are angry neighbors. This man lives here quietly and is able to live just like us. Chad Wolf protesters, is that what you were expecting to hear? Yeah. Okay. Do we have that? Clip 42? Chad Wolf runs the Department of Homeland Security. Wolf, whatever you think of him, has been one of the very few officials in Washington who seems to notice that any of this is happening. He sent federal law enforcement to Portland to keep the mob from burning down the federal courthouse there, which the mob does not own. It's federal property. They have no right to torch it. It's not theirs. It's ours. For doing that, for being one of the very few to actually push back a little bit, he was punished. The mob came to Chad Wolf's home yesterday, and they threatened him and his family. And they didn't do it subtly. There wasn't subtext. They said it out loud on camera. We must make social consequences for these men and women. We must make it uncomfortable for them. We will not be good Germans. We are angry neighbors. This man lives here quietly and is able to live just like us. Oh, he's starting to figure out why the Department of Justice isn't actually doing anything, why they haven't frog-marched the leaders of Antifa in front of the camera, why they haven't stopped this stuff, why they're acting like they're powerless. Maybe they don't want mobs like this in front of their houses. Now, all of this tolerance of the, the angry mobs is mostly because the Democrats realize if... There's enough chaos, ugliness, economic uh, ugliness, uh, you know, just every sort of ugliness. The right track, wrong track numbers will be skewed toward wrong track, and that will get the president booted out of office in November. You have to want change to vote for change. And to motivate people wanting change, you make it as crappy as you possibly can. On the other hand, and this is uh, slightly delicious to me, probably makes me a bad person, but... You have Gavin Mussolini of California being targeted. The rioters went to his home, disrupted his neighborhood, chained themselves to his fence. Ted Wheeler, beset in Portland. 
Uh, all, so, all sorts of uh, tar- he's being targeted every time he shows his face now because they thought they could use the energy of the radical leftist mob to advance their electoral prospects, but they don't control these people. In fact, they don't really have any relationship with them. These people hate moderate lefties um, like Gavin Newsom and, and, and Ted Wheeler. And, uh, and so it, I've got to admit, it's a little bit amusing to me when they become the victims of the angry mobs. And at some point, and I, I really hope this is true, and having you know, lived through some of the violence of the 70s and, and certainly read and, and studied about it, um, sooner or later, the lefties who are quietly kind of liking what they're seeing will realize, okay, not only is this out of control, but they're coming after us now. And they'll join with conservatives and, uh, and, and moderates. And say, that's enough. We can't have people building burnings down. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, burning buildings down. Or as uh, William Barr said, is it okay to set fire to a courthouse now? I just wish that hadn't been asked as a rhetorical question. I wish you could compel somebody to answer that question and, and do it you know, on live TV in front of America. They're doing it more or less in front of live TV, but nobody's watching it. So more on that tomorrow. Um I suspect tonight will be horrendously violent in Portland again and probably Seattle. Um, we'll have to see. Sacramento's violence is increasing uh, just all over the state. Uh, not San Diego, where they just won't have it. There's a moderate Republican mayor, Mayor Falconer, who we, Falconer, who we talked to the other day. But uh, Black protesters in Portland, by the way, are increasingly distressed that the uh, focus has gone completely off of equal rights and, and, and justice for black people and no police violence against black people and the rest of it. They're absolutely right. Don't you don't you see my friends? And you are my friends, a lot of you. Um, the Marxists were using you. They they used the lawlessness of some of the angry protests to to push for more and more lawlessness. They hijacked righteous passion. Yeah, they hijacked the energy. Yeah. Turned it to their ends. Got enough people in the streets committing acts of lawlessness and destruction. Now the authorities are afraid to confront them until they're, you know, on the brink of infiltrating the courthouse. And then they have to rush out and knock them backward. It's been a fun day, the stories we've heard. Some make you cry and some are absurd. Time. Let's hear from our friends on the ANG crew. Sean's many words, Michelangelo's view. <laughs> it's time. Last but not least is our friend Jack and Joe. Happy to work, but ready to go. It's time for final thoughts. <laughs> huh, tuneful. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew leading us off in the control room. He presses the buttons. Michelangelo, Michael. You know, I've never been so hungry during a final thought, but we were saying how Shaq was promoting uh, Papa John's, and I was just thinking, support your local pizza places. Some of the best pizza I've found have been in little little mom-and-pop shops. I, I, I almost never, ever, ever, ever eat a chain pizza these days. It's just, don't waste your calories. Positive Sean, our producer, final thought. Emmy nominations came out today, uh, nominated for Outstanding Comedy Series, a show What We Do in the Shadows. I just recently started watching this one. Uh, I think 
the office premise of like a pseudo documentary, except for it's based on vampires living today. No, oh. and it's 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 hilarious. It's very funny. Oh, it's funny. It's a comedy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the name is uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, very. It's a workplace comedy based on vampires and like their little squires who want to become vampires. Intriguing. It's pretty. It's it's really good. So. Uh... I may be a couple of kinds of crazy, but this is one of them. Uh, Judy and I are both savers, and we we just we try to be financially uh, responsible. I sold a truck yesterday and bought a putter, and I feel guilty for having spent the money on the putter. And no, the truck wasn't so crappy; it was worth the same as a putter. Okay, it was, that was my next it question. Was, uh, it was some special, like Elon Musk putter. Many, 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 many multiples of the cost of the putter is going in the bank. But the, ca- the fact that I carved out a couple of dollars, I just I got to get over it. You can't take it with you, huh? The putter or the money? I could be buried with it. But, yeah, the putter. Yeah, yeah. Buried with the money is kind of a waste. Reminds me of one of my uh, favorite quirky cracker songs, uh, Can I Take My Gun to Heaven? Uh, shout out. Uh, Dave Lowry, Johnny Hickman, the whole crew. Uh, Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people think so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All of the podcasts are there to be downloaded. we got some fun swag t-shirts and the rest of it, which helps to uh, pay everybody during these difficult times. Uh, drop us a line, would you mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say what that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. And we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios. Mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? I don't know why they're sex-crazed, but... Uh, I'm so hungry I could eat a scrotum frog. Maybe <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.